All right, what is up, Speed Shoot Sports? This is Bert. I'm joined by Tay. And today we are going over uh, week four of the NFL. And we're just giving a preview to some games we think you guys should be watching, keeping an eye on, because we think they're going to be interesting. Then we're also going to give a game that you might not even be looking at, but it's a sleeper matchup. It could actually end up being a really, really good game. Now, the last time we did this, I think I'm pretty sure almost every single game we talked about ended up being really, really good. This is in the lead up to week two. So trust us on this. All right. <laughs> if you enjoy this type of stuff, like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Um, yeah. Let, let's get right into it. Tay, who's, who's, the, who's the first team you got, the first matchup you got that needs to be watched? Um, a definitely must-watch game this week is going to be Rams-Cardinals. This is definitely going to be a big uh, divisional game. Uh, definitely probably going to fight for first in this division, uh, this game. Um, I, I expect a lot, of, um, a lot of yards from both offenses in this game. I know that the Rams have a really good defense, but this this Cardinals offense has been looking really, really, really good. Uh, Kyler Murray's been playing really well. Minus the interceptions, he might throw a couple. But I think just the fact that he's so able to be so dynamic, he's able to run past, he's able to extend these crazy long plays that might tire out the Rams defense. And I think it'll be a pretty good shootout. Yeah, not only that, I mean, they got a lot of weapons. Jalen Ramsey's going to be on DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, we know Hop has gotten the better of him, but DeAndre Hopkins is there right now. Yeah. So – you're probably going to see him going to Christian Kirk more, Rondale Moore more, AJ Green. You're going to see him targeting a lot of guys on, on this yeah, squad, and all of them sure. can make a big play. And uh, on the Rams side, I mean, Matt Stafford's, Matt Stafford's playing out of his mind. Yep. He's looking like uh, early career Matt Stafford. He's just he's just gunning it. He's slinging it all over the field. Uh, you got he has a lot of weapons too. Van Jefferson, Cooper, uh, Cooper Cup, Woods, uh, Henderson's able to catch the ball out of the backfield, and they're going to you know. They want to run a little bit, and I think the Cardinals might struggle a little bit with that run offense that the uh, mm-hmm. uh, Rams do. He throws a Higby a lot. He's a lot of weapons on the other side, so I think it'll be a nice matchup. Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals are going to be throwing almost, I, I would suspect, I would suspect almost every single down this game because I think they're going to be behind, but they're going to be so good on offense, it's going to keep them close. Like, it's going to keep them close enough to make this a really Yeah, really it's, it's, it's definitely going to be a big – Big, it's going to be a big thing for either how which defense is going to get a stop. Yeah, that, that's that's going to be the name of the game. Which defense can get a stop first, and which team, which offense can get a, a better lead? Because it's going to be a, just a back and forth type of thing, more than likely. Yeah, and to the Cardinals' um, credit, they have faced three really bad defenses, but they've also done their job in those games. This Absolutely. is going to be a, a bit of a bigger leap for them because now they're facing an elite defense, possibly one of the best in the NFL. And yeah, this is going to be a chance to see what they can do against this this type of defense. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. I think it'll be a close game, but, I mean, it's hard to rule out the Rams. I think the Rams yeah, take it. I, I, I was going to say the same. I, I say Rams take it. I think they'll cause Kyler Murray to make, you know, cause some mistakes and you throw a couple of interceptions just off their, their uh, defensive looks. I think he'll be kind of confused based on what they're running. Um, I think he's going to struggle a lot not being have not being able to have D Hop as a like a solid weapon this week, but um you know I wouldn't be surprised if you know the Cardinals might sneak it out, but I think I think the Rams might be able to pull away and get enough stops to win this game. If the Cardinals win, it's going to be like that Vikings game, like they just win by like one point. I don't think they're yeah, blowing easily. out the Rams by any means. Yeah, there's there's no, by any means. I don't think this game will be a blowout at all. I think it'll be come down either a touchdown or three points. Yeah, my I mean, my heart says Cardinals, but I gotta go with my head. Did you? Yeah. It makes too much sense for the Rams. Sense to win. for Rams to win the game, exactly. Absolutely. Uh, I'll go with my first game. It's the Minnesota Vikings versus the Cleveland Browns. This is going to be 
very, very interesting because both these teams, uh, well, the Vikings got to a, a bad start, but not really a bad start because they, you know, they really should have won that Cardinals game. Absolutely. And uh, they had, they've, they've been close in every single game they've played. The Vikings, this is going to be a big test for them to see uh, how far they can go in their own division. Because if they can beat the Browns, I think they could end up as second in their division. And easily, uh, the Browns are kind of still struggling a little bit offensively, even though Odell is back. It's he's still questionable for the game, so something could re-aggravate, and he might not play. And he's not obviously not even playing at hundred percent. So the Browns are going to be uh, a little bit offensively challenged, uh, but they do have Nick Chubb. They have Kareem Hunt. That's going to be a really, really explosive duo against this Minnesota defense who hasn't been Absolutely. particularly great uh, at stopping the run. But I, I honestly, Minnesota has so many weapons in their secondary and so Brown, hard to stop them. The Browns have struggled enough in the past three weeks besides the bears game. I just throw that out the window, but they've struggled in the, in the first two weeks. And if, the, if that happens again, if they kind of struggle again, I mean, Thielen, Osborne, Jefferson, they got Conklin, Conklin now. It, Kirk Cousins uh, has weapons. Alexander Madison, when he's when if if he's stepping in for Dalvin Cook again this week, he's another weapon they have. Yep. I mean, this this offense is just really it's it's honestly really explosive, and Kirk Cousins is so far having a really good year. So when he's on and when he's playing like this, it's going to be kind of hard yep. to stop this offense from succeeding with all the weapons they have. Um, my only thing is if Dalvin Cook comes back this week, I think the Browns might struggle a little bit stopping him, and that's yep. going to open up the offense even more to be more explosive. I mean, you see more play action plays and you know, more runs, more, you know, uh, third. they might they might not throw in third, but they might give them a run look and they might go over top with Jefferson. They might go over top with Thielen. They go over top with Osborne. Or they go underneath with Conklin. It's going to be kind of hard to stop this offense. Yeah, I mean, this is a Vikings team that with just a couple plays can change the entire game. Just one throw to Jefferson deep, one throw to Thielen. It could change the whole game. And this is, you know, I think the Vikings are much better than the record shows. And Absolutely this is going to be a big test for them. And it's also going to be a test for the Browns because can their defense hold up against this elite offense? Yeah, easily. So I think it'll be a very interesting game to watch. I think I think a big thing for the uh, Vikings will be pass protection. I would like to see what their uh, what their protection schemes are for this week because, you know, you got Miles. a heavy blitz. You got a, you got a Miles Garrett. Clowney's on the other side who just compliments Garrett because, you know, Garrett's probably going to get a lot of double teams. You're going to leave a lot of one-on-one matchups for Clowney who still has a little gas in his tank. And then you have Jock who like, they like the blitz a lot. I don't know if they're going to pick up on a lot of these blitzes. They might have the best. I don't think they have their best blocking backs available. I don't know if Madison's really that good of a blocking back like Dalvin Cook is or like a – I wouldn't even say Amir Abdullah. I would say they probably – C.J. Ham probably come in and, and, and block. But um, this 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 this, uh, this Browns defense, they run a lot of blitzes. They bring a lot of dogs on you. So I think it's going to be a lot of pressure on Kirk Cousins. I think he's just going to see how good his O-line can hold up. Enough for him to get the ball out in time. Enough for his receivers to get open. Enough for him to, you know, kind of dink and down how he always does. Mm. Uh, as for who's going to win this game look I can't root for the Browns so I'm going to Vikings <laughs> yeah um, I, honestly I think I think the Vikings they come with this game with a chip in their shoulder especially after last week they uh, they improved a lot last week and they kind of think they're going to kind of ride with the momentum they have going on right now Um, I don't see Kirk Cousins really having a bad game yet he's really performed really well and I think he's just going to keep performing this way Justin Jefferson seems like he's getting right on track uh, Thielen's just been that guy since he's been there, and um, Conklin's really doing his thing too. So I think, I think Minnesota might edge one out. Honestly, I really do. And it won't be my much. I think it might be by like three. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be a close game. 
but yeah, what's your what's your second team that we gotta watch or second game that we gotta watch this week? Ah, uh, you know, I gotta go with my boys. I gotta represent. Uh, I got us on Monday night. Um, this game could definitely uh really plan out who's gonna be first in the division as of now. Yeah. Um, you know, you guys are facing the Broncos this week, and I expect you guys to handle business. And, you know, get the job done for us. But um, this game really could really uh just plan out who's gonna be number one, who's gonna take a big leap, and who's gonna ride the momentum going into week five with number one in this division. Um, I think this is gonna be our first like kind of real test with a full healthy offense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Chargers have their quarterback. They have all the receivers. Uh, Eckler's still healthy. Then they have uh, Josh Kelly, who's still there. Larry Roundtree, who's still there. Jerry Cook is performing well. Their O-line's holding up really well, which is really surprising me. And the defense is playing way better than I expected. Yeah. So um, I think it's going to be a real challenge for us this week. But uh, I think I think, I think think we'll do just enough to get the job done. I'll make it no secret. I got the Raiders in this game. I believe in y'all now. You guys – just know just know how to finish games like you guys just know how to end games and if this game gets close with the chargers because it seems like all their games are getting close nowadays if it gets close i'm i'm picking i'm definitely putting my money on the raiders uh to win that to, to for sure um, we've definitely guys, definitely I mean, clutched out a lot of games so recently yeah i mean if, if Derek carr is just is he still dealing with a little nagging injury I, I believe he. I believe he's all good. I think they're just kind of just wrapping it up for safety. He looked pretty. He looked pretty good last week. He didn't yeah. really scramble much, which I noticed. They kind of try to keep him in the pocket a lot, which is another thing I'm noticing that it might be hurting him a little bit, and they're going to give a little extra protection to kind of keep him some more time to kind of mm-hmm. be able to stay in the pocket and throw more. Um, my only thing is that will the Chargers pick up on that, and when they will they blitz more to force him to kind of scramble, you know, test his ankle a little bit and kind of see how he is mobile wise. But um, I think he's fine. I don't think it's really that big of a deal. I think he was just kind of being precautious, mm-hmm. not really running as much this week. But we'll have to wait and see. He's fully healthy. This, I mean, I I don't know why they wouldn't be the favorites to win this game. Uh, I believe the Chargers actually are the favorites to to win this game, probably because they're riding high off the Chiefs' victory. But I mean, let's be real. Matchup wise, I think the Raiders match up better against the Chargers than the Chargers do to the Raiders. One thousand percent. Um, I th- I think a, a main thing is that we're kind of realizing the speed we have on offense. Yeah. We're really starting to abuse it, and I think a lot of teams are not used to that. They used to kind of you know having this slow pace. Let's run the ball three downs or two downs, throw it on third down. You know, that that kind of that kind of offense. But we're we're throwing the ball on first down sometimes. Sometimes we might throw on second. We might catch you off guard and then throw on first and second, run on third, and just get these get the get the chains moving a lot. So I think it's um we've been mixing up our schemes a lot. I like the way the offense is looking right now. Um, a main thing with us is uh, how good is this defense going to play? I don't know if they're going. I don't know if they're gassed out or not. They seem they seem like they were gassing out a little bit last week. Um, but you know they always find a way to clutch up at the end of the game. I just hope this doesn't become another close game because I don't know if that defense will be able to hold up with the pretty top tier defense. I mean offense with Justin Herbert back there throwing the ball to all his guys with Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Eckler out of the backfield, Jerry Cook coming out at the tight end spot. So we'll just have to wait and see. I, I'm actually a little bit concerned about their offense this week because of what I saw last week, because last week they start off really strong and then they, they kind of went on a drought for a while. They didn't really score. Uh, and they actually kind of didn't look great uh, to be honest in the second half until they had that final drive where they just kind of barely won it out. Uh, the Raiders defense is much better than the chiefs defense, chiefs defense. much better. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, if, if, 
if the line for the uh, the offensive line for the Chargers isn't isn't ready for Max Crosby, he's gonna eat him alive. Like, oh yeah, one thousand percent. He's been he's been great. I mean, I think he's he's been he's he's been the most pressure guy on all quarterbacks so far this yep. season. I'm pretty sure he's been he's the number one guy with like pressure on all quarterbacks so far every single team that we played. And I, I think it's just I don't know what it is about this guy. He just doesn't lose energy. It's like he has yeah. a just an extra reserve tank for every single game. And then it seems like he doesn't get any time off the field. He plays every single down on defense. I don't think I've seen him go out the game one time this year yet. Mm. Yeah, I'm pre- I'm sure half those pressures were from the first week. <laughs> yeah, ex- ex- yeah, more than likely it was one thousand percent. Yeah, um, but yeah, that that's going to be a really good game. I got the, I got the Raiders squeaking out on that one. Most definitely, it's a homecoming game for us. We're back in back in Cali. I think oh, we'll see. Yeah. You know, we we might we might really flood so far. You know, we don't want yeah. we don't want to take over the new stadium completely, but I think we might flood the stadium a little bit. You might see the black hole present. That's, that's something I totally forgot. Yeah, no, for sure, because there's only like a hundred Chargers fans in LA. Yeah, that's <laughs> there's going to be like a million Raiders fans. There. Fans. Yeah. So I think I think we might end up flooding the stadium. This might be a big homecoming game for us. So we might not be having a lot of trouble with you know, you know the uh, the the road crowd. You know, kind of being all yeah. loud and, and and obnoxious on third downs when Derek Carcon needs to hear, Olin needs to hear the snap count. We might try to jump guys offside. I think it'll be a lot of Raiders fans in the building. So hopefully we'll have that to our advantage. We'll be able to abuse it. So we'll come out with a W. <laughs> All right. Um, my second team, you know, you know, I originally had the the Panthers and Cowboys. I'm gonna I'm gonna make an audible right here. I'm gonna call an audible. I'm just gonna go with the Raiders versus the Broncos, man. It's gonna look, it's I think it's gonna be a good game. We're gonna see what the Broncos are finally made of here. We're gonna see if their defense really holds up. We're gonna see if Marquise Brown can bounce back from that performance. We're gonna see um the Ravens defense and if they can hold off this Broncos offense, I know they've got some injuries, going 1000%. On, but they still have really good pieces. Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, um, Tim Patrick, uh, Cortland Sutton. They still have really, really solid pieces. So if the, you know, this is one of those games kind of like last week where you probably might've expected the, the Ravens to blow out the lions, but they actually end up being close because of drops and bad play by the offense. This could be another situation like that where everyone's kind of like, ah, oh, the Ravens will take it, but the Broncos' defense is actually very good. And I would yes, not be absolutely. surprised if this game came down to the wire. Uh, but I also – I want to touch on the Cowboys thing a little bit just because I originally had him there. I think that's yeah. going to be a good game. It's going to be tough. To, it's going to it's gonna be the, the, a real test to see if this Cowboys' defense is legit. I know Mark, Michael Parsons is a little shaken up. Uh, I'm sure he'll play this week. But uh, – We'll see how this defense holds up against the Panthers' weapons. Even though they're they, they're missing Christian McCaffrey, they still have DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Terrace Marshall. They still have a lot of weapons on offense. Sam Darnold can run with the ball when he when he needs to. This is going to be a test for the Dallas defense, see if it's legit or not. And for the for the Panthers, it's going to be a test uh, of their offense. Is their offense really it's legit? As, as the good as it's been looking, yeah. Yeah, and especially without McCaffrey, can they win games without McCaffrey? So I think that's an interesting storyline going in that game. I got the Panthers in that game, and the other, going the other way, I got the Ravens against the, Bron- the Broncos. I got yeah, um, to speak on the Ravens-Broncos game, you know, I'm going to ride with the Ravens, of course, because, you know, I don't need the Broncos to be going 4-0 and trying to battle us for that first in the division. But um, I also don't think that the Broncos have really played that great of football because they haven't really played a complete football team yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The Ravens have a way better defense than any teams they saw from week one to three. Um, minus, you know, there's a couple of injuries here and there, but 
you guys have enough pieces enough for you guys, you know, to shut them down a little bit on offense. Um, I think you guys will give Teddy Bridgewater a problem. I expect uh, Oway to, you know, kind of get back there a lot. Kalias Campbell might be a problem this week. I'm pretty sure he will be a big problem for that uh, that center this week. He's playing no soccer how he was against us. Um, but for sure, uh, I just, I just, I just don't see the Broncos really, you know, edging it out against a team who has enough pieces to get the job done. Lamar is still healthy. Uh, Bateman might come back this week. I know you guys have him practicing, but uh, if he comes back this week, that'll be a big test for that uh, um, Denver secondary, which I, I probably expect, you know, a Patrick Sertain matchup on him. So, you know, we'll see rookie on rookie probably this this week. Um, Tyson Williams has been showing out. Hopefully they feed him more than Latavius Murray. John Harbaugh, please, from a Raiders – this is a Raiders fan speaking to you. Please give Tyson Williams the ball. We all saw how good he was week one, and you guys tend to bench him because he makes little small mistakes. Of course, he's not – doesn't have the experience like all these other running backs you guys have. But play this guy. He's definitely the best. He's the most athletic one you guys have. The most speed that fits with Lamar. You guys will be just blown right past – this Broncos defense, you guys keep that backfield like that. Um, like you said, hopefully Marquise Brown can, you know, minimize those drops because he probably would have had two or three touchdowns last week if he caught some of these touchdown passes. Um, I expect Mark Andrews to come off another – to come with another big game like he had last week. Um, Jamie Watkins, hopefully he doesn't have, you know, cold feet and, you know, he turns into Butterfingers this week. You know, he's kind of wishy-washy a little bit, but I, I expect him to have a pretty decent game. And, um, you know, Devin Duvernay is there, of course. It's just another weapon you guys have that you guys can use. Um, I definitely think that Lamar and this Ravens offense will get the job done. And the defense will hold this, you know, I don't know how good this Broncos offense is, but I think this defense will hold them enough to, you know, win this game. Yeah, I'm just concerned about our defense because we've uh, we've let up a lot of points to teams that we should not have. Like the Lions yes, absolutely. Should have dropped. The Lions should not have been in a position to win against us. Like that's absolutely. Up. We dropped a lot of points to the Raiders, a lot of points to the Chiefs, even though we won the games. We, we've, we've been winning based on our offense, which is almost a first because as a Ravens fan, we've always just had a great defense and our defense has mostly carried us. Uh, but this is the first time our offense is really actually carrying a load this year. So uh, I'm a little concerned about that. And But yeah, I, I think this will be a good game. It might be closer than you think, but I think it'll be a good game. Uh, what about the Cowboys, um, Cowboys Panthers? What, what do you think about that? Um, see, that one's tough because you know these are actually honestly so far these teams have looked really good. Both yeah. offenses have seemed to be like just action, action, action. It's just these both quarterbacks have been playing out of their minds. We all know how Dak. We all know how good Dak was last year. He was amazing last year before he got the injury, and he just picked up right where he left off. Um, but also Zeke. Kind of, you know, he got the ball rolling last week. So if Zeke's able to run the ball like that, his Panther defense might have a little trouble. And I think they might open up that offense a little more with Zeke running the ball like that. But um, just speaking about the Panthers, Panthers has, the Panthers defense is really, really good. And they have a lot of pieces to stop the run. I wanted to say that as well. And they have a really good secondary. I know J.C. Horn is out for the year, which is a big hit for them. But um, I think they that – got certain. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Jeremy uh, – they have uh, they got Jeremy, C.J. Henderson. C.J. Henderson's there. Yeah, yeah, C.J. Henderson came in the trade. Um, then they have uh, Jeremy Chen, who's a crazy hybrid safety, who was amazing last year, who's been pretty, doing pretty good this year too as well. Yep. Um, but to speak on the offense, I mean, Darnold's just been killing it, man. I'm happy for him. He got it out of that toxic franchise with the Jets. He's finally showing how good he is. He's yep. delivering the ball so well with uh, uh, Robbie Anderson, Terrence Marshall, uh, Chubba Hubbard is filling in, and I think he's been doing pretty well for Chris McCaffrey. Um uh, who's the other guy? I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, the... 
It's uh oh DJ Moore. How, how can I forget about DJ Moore? I know we got injured last game, but um I think I'm pretty sure he's gonna play this week. He's um, I think uh yeah. So if he's playing this week, then he's gonna be a big problem for that uh Denver uh, Cowboys secondary. Um, I imagine Trayvon Diggs will be guarding DJ Moore, and he's been playing really well. But uh, if Anthony Brown's guarding Robbie Anderson, it'll be a, it'll it'll be a long game if that's, if that's the matchup they guys they're uh, depending on. Um, I think I'll take the Panthers to edge this one out, just because I think their defense is gonna you know help them out a little bit. But I think this game is gonna be really close. I wouldn't expect it to be a shootout. I would say that you know it'll be a first half like slugfest. Yeah. In the second half, you'll kind of see both offenses kind of open up and you know they'll just adjust to how both teams are playing. Yeah, I agree. And look, the Panthers have the pieces on defense. I think they can really do this. So, you know, even though the Dallas offense is lethal, picking up CJ Henderson is a big, a big pickup for him. And it's, I think it's going to make a difference from day one. Um, yeah. So, what's your sleeper? I, I got, Pan- I got the Panthers too. And in that matchup, what's your sleeper matchup for this week? I'm going with Bucks and Patriots. Um, I know most people are expecting this game to kind of be like a blowout. Brady's going to go in and, you know, uh, annihilate Bill Belichick and embarrass him in uh, Foxborough. But um, this Bucks defense is not even the defense. The Bucks secondary has not played up to expectations. Um, I think we might see a little, you know, a little more action out of Mac Jones this week. I think, you know, Belichick might get a little, uh, you know, might get a little risky, you know, try to, you know, change the game plan up a little bit because, you know, Brady knows him like the back of his hand. So he might, you know, he might come with a couple of things that are a little unexpected. Um, I think that Mac Jones is going to limit a lot of turnovers this week. I know he had three interceptions last week against the Saints, but um, I think we won't see as many turnovers. I think maybe he might get one just, you know, off just a rookie mistake. But um, don't expect him to make a lot of mistakes this week. I think it's going to be very simplified, but it's going to be very different to what Brady's going to be expecting. Yeah, and also looking back at, like, a fair amount of Mac Jones' interceptions actually have been off the hands of his own receivers. Yeah. So it, it's like, yeah, he does mess up sometimes, just try to throw the throw into the, uh, into the wrong position and get it picked off. But sometimes it's just his receivers, like Jonu, Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry, they can, just can't catch the ball correctly. Yeah, bounce off they're their struggling hands. right now. Yeah, the, those those hands are struggling right now. Uh, I think – it will be a good game mostly because of the storyline, just because everyone wants to see Bill Belichick versus Tom Brady. That, that those are two, the two powerhouses used to be used to work together. Now they're now they're uh, apart from each other. Yeah. And you're right. It, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, Belichick's work with Brady. He knows what he's like, but Brady has also worked with Belichick and he knows what he's like. So is Brady going to be giving tips to the, to the defensive coordinator? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll have a talk with him. Uh, I definitely got the Bucks in this game. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll probably be like a probably by a touchdown. Yeah. I think easy. it'll be a good game, but I think I, the Bucks will pull away. Yeah. Um. I I say that. Um. I see some first half first half struggle from the Bucks. I think that Belichick's gonna give Brady some different looks that he's not used to. Um. You know, Belichick is a defensive mastermind, so you know he's capable to just adjust and make all these crazy just schemes and stuff like that to all these different quarterbacks. And uh, this is the first time we get to see how he plays Tom Brady. You know, I feel like everybody wanted to see those practice uh, film, you know, practice film and everything, how they played against each other with these five, 11 on 11 scrimmages. But um, this is the first time we get to see it in live action. So um, if anybody has a game plan to stop Brady, I imagine it to be Bill Belichick. So I think first half, uh, Brady's going to struggle a little bit. Because the Belichick's going to throw some crazy schemes at him, he might give him some crazy pressure. But um, I think that 
boost Arians and Byron Leftwich will make the adjustments in the second half to pull away and uh, get the win. Um, but I think this game will be really close. I think it will come down to a touchdown, but I don't think it'll be more than more than that. I don't I don't see it being a two touchdown win or a three touchdown win. Yeah, and I mean they I'm pretty sure Stefan Gilmore is still hurt, right? Like, wasn't he put on the the pup list? I believe he was put on pup list, and I don't think he's able to come back just yet. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if he's practicing yet. I haven't heard anything about him practicing. I haven't but, heard um, anything either, yeah. But if that's Gilmore's be a big loss for them, they need him to win this game. Yeah, uh, if Gilmore is if, if they've just been working out, working on him, you know, behind the scenes, not really saying much. If he ends, you know, game time decision, he comes back, that could be a big difference in this game. Um, do I think it'll happen? Probably not. But um, if it does, yeah. I think it'll I think be a big shock. I'm not sure when he's eligible to come back, but I think it's like week six. Oh, okay. I have, I have to check on that. Then that definitely won't happen. Yeah, but. But um, on the other hand, uh, you know, Tampa Bay is without AB again this week. Yep. Um, I think that's a big thing because uh, he's just perfect for that wide receiver three spot in that offense. And I think right now they're kind of kind of find who is the good or who's the better option that wide receiver three is it Tyler Johnson or Scotty Miller. Um, I know Scotty Miller got a little banged up last week and Tyler Johnson kind of came in and filled his role, but um, I think it's, that's good. That'll be a big thing, but I do expect for this to be a big Gronk game. I think we'll see another week. Yeah. We'll get a lot of, you know, another two touchdown week from Gronk. But um, I think we'll just have to wait and see. And are, are the Bucks actually going to run the ball, or are they just going to throw ten They're passes rated. to Gio Bernard? Yeah. Like, I don't know if they can even run it efficiently anymore. They probably just yeah. kind of have to throw ten passes to Gio Bernard every single time in in place of running the ball. That's going to be yeah. their version of running. That's the, the version of running the ball. These screen passes, these swing passes, these yep. quick outs that mm-hmm. they like to run with them. So just stuff like that. Yeah. All right, last sleeper matchup. I got the Washington football team against the Atlanta Falcons. I think this could be an offensive battle, even though the football team has a good defense. They have not been playing up to it, have not been playing up to their standard. Uh, uh, I think a lot of it's the, the schemes they're running and uh, just they don't change in the middle of the games. The game, they kind of stay the same scheme that they had from day one. Yeah. Or not even that from, from the first snap. Yeah, like like if they if they want to run cover two and that's their game plan, they'll run it the entire game. Like like I think they did that last week, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll do it for like the entire game, and then even if they're getting cooked, they'll still they'll stick with it. I think that yeah. needs to. That's kind of what's holding them back right now. But Taylor Heineke is really really good. We've seen what mobile quarterbacks can do against the Falcons. We saw what uh, Jalen Hurts did against them in Week One. A mobile a mobile quarterback is the Falcons' biggest uh, biggest weakness. Yes, and absolutely. Even, even though Daniel Jones didn't do too good against them, all his weapons were getting hurt, so it's not like he really could have done too much. Yeah, and exactly. for Washington, almost everybody's healthy. Curtis Samuels even talked about maybe coming back this week or next week, uh, so that could also be a big boost for him. This is this is going to be an offensive battle though, because Calvin Ridley's on the other side, and they, I don't think they're going to be able to stop Calvin Ridley like that. They also have, still have Cordell Patterson. The Falcons do. This is going to be. A shootout, in my opinion, this is a sleeper game to watch. Uh, but I think I think football team is going to take it in the end. I just think they have the they have the better run game, and I think they have the uh, better overall passing uh, passing talent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, speaking on this game, uh, there's a lot of injuries on both sides that will be you know kind of debate on how each team is going to perform. Um, 
you know, right now, Brandon Sheriff is questionable. Uh, Matt Ioannidis is questionable. Uh, oh, Benjamin, yeah. Benjamin St. Juice is, is questionable, and he's been a big role in that secondary as a rookie. Um, I think this is going to, like you said, it's going to be a shootout. Uh, I think it's going to be hard for uh, the Washington football team to stop Kyle Pitts. I think this is the week yeah. that we get to see the breakout game for Kyle Pitts. That's true. Uh, perfect matchup for him because I really don't see Landon Collins stopping him. I don't see Cam mm-hmm. Crow kind of guarding him enough to stop him. And I think that they're going to try to – the Falcons are going to try to get him open in the open field, in the middle of the field, especially if Washington comes back with that cover two look again like they did last week. Yeah. Jack Real doesn't make any adjustments, and they kind of just stick with it until they until it just it doesn't work anymore. Um, Cordell Patterson has been playing phenomenal, running the ball, catching the ball out of the backfield. And uh, I think this might be the week we see, you know, multiple touchdown game from Calvin Ridley too. Um, on the other hand, with the Washington football team, uh, Taylor Heineke has been performing really well. Um, hopefully this, this week they feed more Antonio Gibson. Please, can you guys give the ball to Antonio Gibson for my fantasy sake? This is the, the football team. For the football team fans' fake yes. sake, just give Antonio Gibson the ball. Feed him this week, please. If there's any week to do it, it's this week, this week. against thousand percent against this horrible line that the Falcons have. Actually, it's probably the best part of their defense, but it's not even that good, um, which is saying a lot. Uh, but yeah, I, I you know even with the offensive line struggles for Washington, I mean, like like I said, I don't think the line is that great. Uh, the defensive line is that great on the Falcons, so I'm no. not sure if it'll make that big of a difference. And Heineke can at any moment scramble out of the scramble out and, and improvise. Yep. The only my only thing is that um, if Atlanta decides to you know blitz uh, Deion Jones a lot this week, I think that'll be a big problem, and I That's think right. the offensive line will have a big problem picking up those blitzes. Um, I know that you know AJ Terrell is out, and th- and then them having him out with the concussion is a big deal. But um, if he's questionable right now, if he's capable to play this week, I think the Falcons will edge this one out, and I think they'll get enough stops on defense, to, right. you know, to to beat him this week. I really do. All right, that's a all right. We disagree on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I this is going to be a, a really good sleeper game. Uh, this is you know not something people are probably going to be tuning in much to watch, but this is probably I think it's going to be one of the most exciting games of the week. So, yeah, that that's a, that's all we got for now. So thank you all for watching. Subscribe, like, do all that good stuff. Uh, this has been Bert. Say, see you guys later. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for watching.